We are so appreciative of having you join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, through the holiday, and always, you can count on us. And if you can't be here noon to two, you can listen to me any time of the day on thegreatvoice.com, the podcast. You can do individual interviews or the whole show. Uh, Please do. Go to thegreatvoice.com. Press whatever button you have to press, and they'll send you a download of the podcast every day. And you can listen anytime you want, and I hope you will. I miss you otherwise. And right now, if you're caller 9 at 1-800-859-0957, 1-800-859-0WJR, caller 9 wins a pair of VIP tickets to see Joan Jett and the Blackhearts in concert at Arts, Beats, and Eats. Coming up tomorrow, September 1st. For a bonus chance to win, text keyword ROCK to 800-859-0957. Official rules at WJR.com. 760 WJR welcomes Soaring Eagles, Arts, Beats, and Eats, presented by Flagstar Bank, Labor Day weekend, this weekend, downtown Royal Oak. Enjoy a juried fine art fair, tasty food, 200 bands on nine stages, and fun for the whole family. Details at artsbeatseats.com. Artsbeatseats.com. All righty, here is a story that you might have been wondering about. I didn't know a thing about it. And some followers of the Boat Nerds of Facebook, who knew? The Boat Nerds of Facebook group were puzzled by what they saw in July on a live graphic map of the Great Lakes ships and their positions with something labeled as unmanned. And it had been in Lake Michigan for days, and it was moving. This is like like an unmanned drone in the air, only it's on the water. We know who to turn to. Research fisheries biologist, U.S. Geological Surveys, Great Lakes Science Center in Ann Arbor, Peter Esselman. Peter, welcome to the Paul W. Smith Focus Show. Thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. I I didn't know a thing about this. I am glad... Because I, I I wouldn't know what to think if I saw – describe this ship, if you will. Sure. Yeah, so essentially a company in California called SailDrone has uh, developed a technology that is a, basically an autonomous sailboat. And I guess when I say autonomous, what I mean is that there's remote 24-7 observations on this, uh, but it is essentially out there without a crew or a pilot on the water with it. It's 21 feet long. It's about 15 feet high. It carries solar panels and wind wind generators, and it has weather sensors and uh, water quality sensors. And what we're using it for is to detect fishes in the water column to help improve the science that we're doing every year. And it's been described as uh, something a, a, a vessel with a rigid sail and looks something like a cross between a small sailboat, a solar panel, a weather vane, and the rocket cars used to attempt land speed records on the salt flats of Utah. That must be quite a sight. Yeah, uh, and, it is. <laughs> and you are using it to detect, you say fishes, uh, to detect fishes in our Great Lakes? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm, I'm uh, associated or affiliated with the U.S. Geological Survey, we're the federal agency that does annual prey fish assessments. So what we do every year is we go out with conventional technologies uh, like 70-foot uh, research vessels 
and we use echo sounders, sonar, to count fish in the water, and we also use trawl nets to catch fish. And what we're, to, what we're doing with our data is we're providing annual status checks on, on essentially the abundance of these bait fish in the water, uh, and we have some of our surveys have been running for 50 years. And we provide those data to the states and the tribes in the province of Ontario who are all convened under a regional uh, lake management committees, the, um, for, uh, under the Council of Lake Committees, and they're using those data to make decisions about total allowable catches, about stocking rates for lake trout or salmon, about catch limits and bag limits for Chinook salmon in Lake Michigan, and other types of decisions that, uh, that are, are essentially geared towards sustaining a productive fishery in the Great Lakes. So don't be alarmed. They're sail drones and uh, sail drones, no engine noise. Don't want to scare away the fish. So Peter Esselman, are you allowed to tell us how we're doing in terms of uh, the fish that we have stocked in our lakes? Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do every year. And, and, you know, one of the fundamental challenges that we experience is that the lakes are massive and we're out there there with uh, these, these research vessels trying to do our best to get data with, like, old technology, essentially. And we're, we've been doing this consistently. We do a reasonably good job. But these new technologies give us the ability to stay out there 24-7 and get much more data and also to get data very accurately. Get data what? Very, very accurately. So oh, we very can, accurately. Okay. Yeah. So, you well, know, when, when you have a normal conventional research vessel out there turning big diesel engines, it actually scares the fish away. Sure. And so, you know, with this technology, we think that we can actually get a better read on how I'm many sh- I'm sure you can. We're out of time. We'll talk again because I want to hear how this is going. Peter Esselman. Research Fisheries Biologist, U.S. Geological Survey's Great Lakes Science Center in Ann Arbor. Uh, don't forget thegreatvoice.com for our pad- podcast. JR Afternoons with Chris Renwick. Make it a great rest of the day on your way to making each and every day count. Each day is a gift. Regards, Paul W. Smith.